Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Feels good at God's house. What do y'all want to do? What you think, y'all? Y'all think we ought to go ahead and try to have church? Look over there at your neighbor and say, well, we made it here. We might as well go ahead and try to have church. Praise the name of the Lord. What a great, what a great time to be in the church. Amen. I don't understand, never will understand, falling out of love with Jesus. It's just something that just makes no sense whatsoever to me that, it, that, you could, uh, 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 that you couldn't still be passionate and excited about this. With everything that's going on that's so fake and phony, the real ought to be more passionate to us than ever. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I greet you in the name of the Lord. I give, you, I give uh, thanks and honor to each and every one of you, to my family, to my pastor, to my wife, and to all of my, uh, uh, my beautiful biological family and to my beautiful spiritual family. Amen. I commend you. Amen. In an hour when many people have decided that uh, 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 less church is better. I'm glad that there's still people that make it to the house of God on Sunday night. Praise God. I came from a generation that had church on Sunday morning and Sunday night, and they had church on Saturday night, and they had church on Wednesday night, and when we had revival, it was seven nights a week, at least for the first three weeks. And then after about three weeks, they'd give you one night off sometimes. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Are you, ready to go? Are you ready to have a little church in here tonight? Psalm chapter number 71. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. I want to preach to you for a little while here tonight. Uh, a conglomeration, an amalgamation of ideas, amen, I, uh, for, for lack of, a, uh, of, a, uh, of something more astute to say to you, I'm going to call it, let me never be put to confusion. Let me never be put to confusion. Thank you so much, musicians, singers, thank y'all. If you're going to help me, I want you to clap your hands to the Lord. Thank you, Sister Kristen. Amen. I appreciate each and every one of you tonight. Praise God. And you can be seated if, if you won't sit down on me. Amen. Praise God. Our world needs to know tonight that we have a plan. And that we have a purpose. I'm already preaching now. You, you, if, if you're looking for your lotion and your mints, you're liable to miss the whole message tonight. Because I'm not, I'm not going to belabor the point. Tonight, I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you what God told me this week in prayer. Amen. Amen. You ought to always be glad that somebody's been praying and hearing from God. I don't care if they sound like Homer Hayseed. Amen. You ought to be glad that somebody heard from the Lord. Amen. Our world is a very mixed up and confused place tonight, but we don't have to be. 
Can I get an amen from somebody tonight? It seems like there's a lot of people that have fallen on hard times, but I'm here to tell you tonight, just because our world has fallen on hard times does not mean that we have to let hard times fall on us. Come on, somebody help me, would you? Amen. We need to unite. We need to stand up. We need to proclaim some things. Amen. We refuse to let the hard times that this world is facing fall on us. We need to be preaching the plan of salvation. We need to be proclaiming the blessed purpose of the church. And we need to be the possessors of the great promises of God. We need to be enjoying His protections and claiming His power. Every possibility that ever was still is. I need somebody to try to help me at least at least act like you care every promise ever given is still valid in the word of God amen Joseph could have been confused and angry when his brothers betrayed him and sold him off into the slavery down in Egypt he could have been resentful but somehow through it all and everything that he went through he realized that God had done that for a purpose I I want to tell you tonight it doesn't matter what kind of a dilemma you feel like you might be on the horns of tonight the horns of your dilemma are not sharper than the two-edged sword of the power of the word of God to break those chains cut those bands asunder set you free give you power release you from all of the bondage of the problems that you face amen he looked at his brothers he said you did not do this because you love me it was harmful but God meant it for good David knew that he had been anointed to be king but when he wrote this psalm he looked through everything and everybody It looked like everybody was against him. It looked like everything was coming against him. Everywhere we turn in our world today, the whole world seems to be inside out and upside down. Lost its sense of direction. Lost its sense of order. But I refuse to be put to confusion tonight. The church is here in the earth to occupy until he comes. Can I get somebody that would just agree with me for just a few minutes here tonight? Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to have to face Monday in the morning whether you like it or not. you got two choices. Either face Monday or go on out into eternity. Now, whichever one it is, you need to be prepared. Somehow or another, we forget that Monday's coming and we're going to either, we're either going to get up in the morning and face the Monday morning blues or we're going to face eternity. Now, whichever one it is, you need to be ready. Somebody help me. We need to occupy till he comes. The church is in the earth to do that. We are in the earth to seek and to save that which is lost. We are in the earth to stand as light in the darkness and to give glory to God through our praise and our worship. If there's ever been a generation, it is us. Amen. If there's ever been a day, it is now. If there's ever been a place, it's here. America needs revival. Louisiana needs revival. Concordia Parish in the Mishlu needs revival. Amen. There's no direction that we can turn to night that we don't see the ravages of sin upon our world we could absolutely pray in any direction and we could hit what God needs us to be praying about amen we don't need to give up we don't need to abdicate our role as the intercessors amen I'm going to tell you sister Howard can bear witness to this we started praying intercessory prayer we got to ask God to give us a revived sense of intercessory prayer and for about the last three or four weeks every people are coming out of the woodworks that 
that I've prayed for that I haven't seen in weeks and months and sometimes even years uh, making their way back slowly but surely to the house of God. We're getting ready for a revival, church. I don't know what you're getting ready for, but the real bride of Christ is getting ready to see something extraordinary happen. Garrett, I've been praying for you and your family. I hadn't seen you in a long time. I wasn't fussing at you. I wasn't complaining to God about you. I just prayed about you. And look who's here tonight. Called your family's name this week, son. Now, you don't think God is doing something special for us? He's trying to help us. Amen. I've had a personal Pentecost in the prayer room today. I've had a personal Pentecost in my prayer closet this week. I found out something. You know what it is? The blood still cleanses. The water still remits sins. Jesus' name still sends hell running for cover. The walls are still made of jasper and the streets are still made of gold and the gates are pearl and I still have a mansion just over the hilltop somewhere. My father owns the cattle of a thousand hills. He still supplies all my need according to his riches in glory. He gives me love so strong that death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature amen, can separate me from the love of God. I just can't sit around with the blues. I can't just sit around and scratch my head and wonder what's going on. You can be down and out if you want to, but you don't have to. Somebody help me for a few minutes. I promise you I'll be fast. This is the greatest day ever for the church. Amen. Some people would look at me and hear me after these 30 years here and say, he's just full of uh, Pollyanna blind optimism. He's all hyped up. But I tell you, I see a day of purpose. And if there's ever been a time, amen, if there's ever been a place, it's this place and it's this time and it's now. Praise God, somebody, please, please. Have mercy on an old man. Don't make me entertain you. Don't make me try to pull the rabbit out of the hat. You want to get out there on them turn rolls, I'll walk every one of you into the dirt, but please don't make me work like a, like a plow mule in this pulpit tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. I could go on and on tonight telling you what's wrong with the world. But this is not a day to join the down and outers in our society. This is a day to declare from the rooftops. Amen. I have a book that's full of the promises of God and he cannot lie. He said he's coming back and he said when he does, I'm leaving. Amen. Somebody ought to be able to shout hallelujah. Thank you for the promise of the rapture. We have the only eternal hope. Somebody ought to be, we ought to be shouting it. We ought to be telling it at the Walmart. We ought to be telling it in the halls of our schools and our hospitals. We ought to be telling it on the job and in our businesses and in our neighborhoods. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Is everything going right? Of course not. Everything's not going right. But the thing that's most important is still going right. The 
tomb is still empty. Death is still defeated. I've got a God that loves me. The grave has lost its sting. He still blesses me. He still hears me when I pray. Woo! Praise God. I've told the story before, but I'll try, I'm going to try to tell it again here tonight. Forgive me if, I've, uh, if you've heard it before. But it was at, the year was 1871. There was a young man picked up a book. He read 21 short words, simple words. Those 21 simple words literally changed the world. He was a medical student at Montreal General Hospital. He was worried about whether or not he was going to have the grades to pass his finals. He was worried with what he would do with his life and where he would go and how he would build a medical practice and how he would make a living. And those few short words made him one of the most famous physicians that has ever lived. He later founded and organized the world-famous John Hopkins School of Medicine. That's in Baltimore, isn't it, Brother Matt? He became Regis Professor of Oxford University, the highest honor of education in the British Empire. When he died, they took two volumes, 1,466 pages, just to tell the man's life story. His name was Sir William Osler. That day, William Osler, that medical student, picked up a book by the philosopher by the name of Thomas Carlyle. And he read these simple words. Our main business is not to see what lies dimly at a future, but rather to do what clearly lies at hand. What are you saying? I'm telling you, we are in this world for a special God-ordained purpose. If we miss it, everything that we think we've lived for, every dollar you've made, every material possession you've collected and gathered up around yourself, every influence that you think you have, everything is going to be in vain if we don't understand that this isn't a divinely God-ordained anointed time. I refuse to let something put me to confusion and shake my confidence in the fact that God has his hand on his church. I've been shown great mercy, but I've been given a great mission to go along with it. One day I picked up a book, and it was more than 21 words that I read. It was an old black book called the Bible. I received more than just a philosophy for success. I received a call to a purpose. I received a commission from heaven. I read about a God that said he loved me so much that he left heaven and robed himself in flesh and came and lived among me and called himself Jesus. I read how he made himself to be my savior and died on a cross at Calvary. Amen. I read where Isaiah said, behold, I see a king in his righteousness. I read where John the Revelator said, there's a king of kings and a lord of lords coming on a white stallion to lead an army against the Antichrist. I read about how the grave couldn't hold him and how death couldn't stop him. I read about the upper room of Pentecost in Acts chapter number two where he sent his spirit to the world. I read where Paul wrote a letter to the Romans and he said, as many of you as are led by the Spirit, you are the sons of God. And then I read a few lines down from that. He said, and if God be for us, who could be 
be against us. Amen. That tells me something. If nothing could stop him, then nothing can stop me. If nothing can stop me, then nothing can stop you. And nothing can stop us. Amen. I read where it said, who can separate us from the love of God? Tribulation can't do it. Distress can't do it. Persecutions can't do it. Nakedness can't do it. Famine and peril and the sword can't do it. All have tried, but all have failed. I read in the Bible and it says that I'm not a conqueror, I'm more than a conqueror. And I am persuaded tonight that nothing's going to put me to confusion. I'm not going to be put off. I'm not going to be vexed nor perplexed by what's going on in the world around me. I said all that to say this. My heavenly Father is the King of kings. By His Spirit, I have been set free. Somebody ought to shout it. I have a purpose. Too many think that serving God makes you a slave. Not so. Slaves fear, God, fear their master and serve out of fear of penalty. I don't serve God because I have no options. I just believe that serving God is my best option. I still believe that soon and very soon we're going to go see the king. Come on, musicians, singers. I told y'all. Amen. Some of you, the lotion hadn't even dried yet. Hallelujah. 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 I still believe that soon and very soon we're going to see the king. I believe that this flesh is going to fold up like a garment. I'm going to put on immortality. I believe that I'm going to have some new shoes and a white shiny robe. And I'm going to stroll all over New Jerusalem. Just like I belong there because I do.